All right, all right. So you went to school for two years, four years, six years. You became a licensed professional. You swore, you oathed, you gave your solemnly swear to help people at all costs, right? And then you left school, you went into the world, and now it was time to make money and you had two options, right? So I get it. You could go into the world of other people doing it their way and you doing your best to play by their rules, or you could try to start your own practice. But the whole your own practice thing is kind of hard. Well, it's not that it's hard. It's just that school school didn't teach us one really important thing. How do we actually make money? marketing and sales is not only the biggest kind of hole that I see when I have licensed professionals that walk into my room or seek us out or come to work with us, but it's one of those things that I constantly stare at amazing people who have huge hearts and have the capacity to really change lives. But because they're spinning their wheels and trying to figure out this marketing sales thing and getting people to pay them and getting paid and then standing out, what? Not only is there an opportunity here, but I really want to speak to the person who has been trying to position themselves in the market, who's looked at their craft, their skill, what they're really good at doing, and they're saying, doggone it, I just can't spend another month, another quarter, another year going in circles, feeling like I'm only getting so far to get so far. I'm going to do my best to walk you through the three greatest opportunities and kind of really how to mold and shape it. But at first, I just want to talk about the problem because for me, this is like a flipping epidemic. Here we have all these amazing people that have the capacity to care, but they can't care because they're trying to pay their own bills. I mean, real talk, think about what I'm saying. You can only care for people so much when you're struggling to pay your own bills. But man, you're a licensed therapist, right? You're supposed to be here just to help me and to help me and help me and more help me. But it's like, yeah, but I can't help you unless there's a building for us to sit in. I can pay for the car that I'm driving to the office in. And more importantly, I can pay someone in the front to answer the phones while I sit here with you. At first, when I started to work with licensed professionals, I saw this consistency. It was like a consistency of huge heart, huge opportunity, people who really care But they were lost because school failed us in teaching us the most important part of starting a practice. It's actually how to be in business. It's what do we do in business? And then how do we grow that thing and how do we scale? Because a licensed professional has this one tricky part that's different from all the other service-based businesses that we work with. They have this one kind of tricky hole in their whole model which is at some capacity, they trade time for dollars. And they don't trade time for dollars because they just want to willy-nilly. But no, they're licensed to either provide a certain level of CPA-ish things, right? Or a certain level of legal advice, a certain level of therapy. And you kind of have to be near, around, or in front of the person or people that you're helping in order for them to get the result. So it's like that business. So gap number one, first, I'm going to talk about the three greatest opportunities. And just because I want to get your mind thinking, if you're running a service-based business today, so this is true to whether you're a licensed professional or you're a service-based business and you're like, yo, I am so over this time for dollars thing. I don't care. Listen, baby, I don't care if you're being paid $500 an hour. At the end of the day, time for dollars is like womp, womp, womp. 
It is. You know why? Because there's only so much time in the day, which means no matter how much you charge per hour, there's only so much money you can make. And scaling that is really, really hard. And then more importantly, if you're sitting in the therapy seat from eight to five, who the hell is running this thing? Like somebody's got to sit in the CEO seat. Someone's got to be in the driver's seat. Someone has to be the visionary. So let me tell you opportunity number one and kind of piece number one and gap number one, okay? Because they're kind of all go in the same place. Yes, you're the licensed professional, but someone has to sit in the driver's seat of this car. And I don't mean sit in the driver's seat of the day-to-day operations as a chief operating officer. No, I'm talking about this CEO gig. I'm talking about the president of this thing. Like there needs to be someone in front, not just managing the process and systems, but someone who is maintaining the vision, developing the strategy and really sitting inside of, okay, what's possible here? Where can we grow? How do we grow? What partners do we need? What problem are we solving? Who are we solving it for? And why are we the best mother flipping people on the planet to solve it? That is 100% the role of the CEO. In addition to being the world's greatest marketer and then salesperson. The second opportunity is that every time I look up, I see an amazing licensed professional who is charging by the hour. Yikes. Again, I don't care if you're charging 800 bucks an hour. Charging by the hour is like, it's like the enemy because every time you charge by the hour, you basically cap what value you can provide and you cap how much money you can earn from every lead or person that you serve. The other part of that is that not only are you at the mercy, like you're at the flipping mercy of this thing, let's be real. You're always living in reactive lane. If I charge by the hour, if I'm a massage therapist, right? And yes, I have I have Jessica who comes to see me a couple of times a year and she's pretty consistent and she's one of my favorite clients and this, this, that, and the other. Like, trust and believe me being reactive in business, meaning I hope Jessica's coming in next month. I believe she's going to come in next month because that's kind of her pattern, but damn it. I don't know if she's going to come in, which means I've got to wait till after the month is done to attempt to forecast, to attempt to plan, to attempt to strategize. You can't build a business effectively on maybe, possibly. Your responsibility to yourself, the team, and the people who you serve is to grow, but you can't grow without being able to be proactive. And the only way to be proactive is to build a business where you, you're you not at the mercy every single month on guessing how much revenue is coming in. Every single month, if you're a service-based business, you should have an idea already based on the commitments, the contracts, and the offers. Aha, I introduced a new word. So a lot of you have products, but really products is, products is good, but baby, the magic happens when you start to develop offers. Products are good, but when you have offers, I want you to think of it like this. So like McDonald's, right? Let's just go back to McDonald's because they're like my best friends forever. Even though I haven't eaten there in forever, I sweat them because they had this gangster kind of move that was amazing and brilliant in business. And I have learned so much from it. The art of the supersize. Dun, 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 dun. So there I am. I'm dead hungry, right? Like I'm passing out, need to flip and eat. It's 5.07 p.m. on a Tuesday. 
I got a lot of things ahead of me. So instead of going to make dinner, I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop in at McDonald's. Now I run inside the building, right? And what's true is that I look up at the menu. So the other part of this is in order to make a, a solid offer, you have to have something for me to look at and see. Now I've been to McDonald's 25 times. It doesn't change the fact that I still look up at the menu. McDonald's is something uh, brilliant. They basically stopped putting just the hamburger and the cheeseburger and the fish filet and whatever else they sell. They stopped putting it by itself. And what they did in business is they said, okay, we're going to cut this stuff up into numbers. You can have a number one. You could have a number two. You could have a number four. And you had a sandwich, a drink, and a fry. Now, there's two really good lessons from here that I totally want to pull out. So like one of them, that's like, yes. One of them is that they said, okay, we're not going to sell you the cheeseburger by itself anymore. But for $7.25, you can have offer number three. Your products and services should look the same way. Your products should be wrapped up into an offer. The cheeseburger, drink, and the fry is an individual product that is wrapped into an offer, and the offer is number five. Now, in that offer, I do two amazing things. One, I am able to sell more of my products faster. That means I can move more units. But then the other part of it is that I'm able to be more profitable on my overall sale versus dealing with really tight margins. Now, this is number one. Okay, so let me get back to the supersizing because this is where it gets like, whoop, whoop. All right, so we're standing there and I say to this chick, hey, I'd like a number five. She looks at me and she's like, okay. And, you know, I've got my 10 bucks in hand in cash because this is like, you know, this is like back in the day when we actually use cash in our world. <laughs> Some of you have not seen cash in a long time and that's okay. But... What's cool is that she says the magic words to me. As soon as I say, hey, can I have a number five? Now, I want to note two things. Number one, she says, sure, absolutely. But then she doesn't miss a beat and she says the magic words. Wait for it. Ma'am, would you like to supersize that? Boom. The game changes. Instantly, in a moment's notice, I'm given a second offer, not a second product. She didn't say, do you want to add ice cream to this thing? She didn't say, do you want to add apple pie? She said, do you want to supersize that? I'm presented with a second offer. The second offer is magic because the second offer is really and truly just perceived value. My perception is that I'm going to get a massive, huge drink and like, 17 million more french fries for 49 cents. I think it was 49 cents. It was close. I win. For 49 cents, I get more of almost everything that I'm ordering. And I'm dead hungry, so this makes total sense. And it's going to cost me nothing. The other thing I want to point out is that the second offer was an add-on. And it was presented as an offer, not a product. And the pricing was insignificant, so that way I could say yes. Man, this is so easy for every service-based business and product-based business too to do this in their business model. You first want to have an offer that's just sexy. It looks good. It feels good. And it's exactly what the consumer wants. The second thing that we need, the second thing we need, guys, is we've got to have, I mean, Land, listen, you and I both know that it's easier for us to say yes when 
the presentation and the adoptability is also easy. So by her saying, hey, it's only 49 cents more. Do you want to supersize it? Sure, 49 cents. I'm already spending, spending eight bucks. My little 49 cents is, ain't nothing. And I'm going to get more for less. Woohoo, I win. Now, the question I have for you is like, do you have a super, one, do you have an offer in your business? And then two, do you have a supersize? Do you have something we can supersize? Because if you could supersize, man, that means every customer that walks in through your door, you have the ability to add 20 to 30% more revenue to your bottom line at the end of every quarter, the end of every year, simply by having a supersized component in your business. I mean, think about this. Do the math with me. If you're doing half a million dollars right now and you add another 20%, flip, we just added another $100,000. Like this is so black and white in the right business model, but also truly in all business models. So without me even getting fancy or specific or granular, everybody can do this. Everybody can do this. And if you don't know how to do this, and this is one of those indicators that it's possibly time. Actually, let me say these two things. If you're, if you don't know how to do this, then it might be a great opportunity for you to consider coming to work with us or heading to our do the damn thing world tour. And it's easy. Like to come work with us. That's www.tiffanylargy.com backslash apply. And then if you're coming to the world tour, I mean, you can find out about the do the damn thing world tour just about anywhere. But I'll also say that we have an amazing group called do the damn thing nation that you can research, come and hang out with us and, and start your journey there. Either way, what I want to be transparent to is that you have a responsibility to answer these questions. Do you have these two components? Yes or no. If you can think through, if I have these components in my business, not only will you begin the process of doing, of making more money in less time, but you're also going to start the process of just simply buttoning up you getting actually paid what you're worth versus what the market dictates it's willing to pay you. Because regardless of what you think, I don't have a college education. I don't have a license or a certification or any of the above but I get paid thousands and thousands of dollars for my time and my knowledge. I believe that school taught you really well how to get paid for what you can do. But what I also know is that somewhere in your story, you becoming a therapist became a must because it allowed you to get paid. It not allowed you to get paid, but it allowed you to dive into your story. You became an accountant and it's true to your story. And if you're like, Tiffany, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm telling you right now, inside of the core of our stories, I don't care if you're getting to a million dollars, if you're doing $50 million, this, this I have now spoken and taught tens of thousands of people in person live. And I'm like, I know this to be a fact that our stories, the core of who we are is, is the center of what we do in life, how we make money, how we help people. The faster we run inside of our story, not the timeline version, not this high level surface BS. I'm talking about the actual raw. I don't really want to tell other people. I'm not trying to walk down that road. That was a long time ago. Nobody knows versions of our story specifically for licensed professionals. This is why they do what they do. And in you, school taught you how to do X, how to get through a process and produce the result. And though I am telling you, I think that's awesome. I'm really more interested in you getting paid for what you know, not just what you can do. 
So last but not least, this is like the gangbusters here, okay? Like number three, you have a responsibility to get paid for what you know, not just what you can do. If you're only right now in your business, I want you to think about your products and services. I want you to think about how you make money. And even if you're like, Tiffany, I'm I'm a contractor for XYZ. Like, I don't care how you make money. My question to you is, do you get paid all day just for what you can do? Or do you also get paid for what you know? Because if you can break that up into some kind of neat formality and be honest with yourself, and you're mostly getting paid for what you can do, you're leaving money on the table. It's either hundreds of thousands of dollars or you're leaving millions of dollars on the table. Getting paid for what you know is the ultimate of valuing yourself, valuing your experience, valuing your journey, and more importantly, owning your story. Like for me, People don't pay me because of what I can do. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do some pretty dope things here at Do The Damn Thing Nation, but I got to be quite black and white and honest with you. I get paid for what I know, period. Like there's a period at the end of the day because it took me an ungodly amount of years in failing, not getting it right, late night tears in scaling businesses, growing teams, and have in generating millions and millions of dollars in an area where a me would not be kind of, I don't know, front and center. So that's my kind of simple question to you. So here's what I want you to do after this. I want you to take action. So if you're in a business today and you're like, okay, I'm not getting paid for what I know, yikes. Or if you're like, I've been running this business, but I feel like I'm spinning my wheels a little bit. Like we're doing some things, but God, I'm tired. Like I got 20 employees and man, like I secretly, like I'm tired. I, I need to, there must be something more. In the next episode, you're going to hear me talk about the three different types of income. And you don't want to miss that because for every business, I don't care where you are. This is the core of how you really grow a strong, successful business and a foundation so that you as a CEO can actually do the damn thing in other ways so that you're not strapped all the time, so that you're taking deep breaths. If you're tired of only making it enough or only getting so far, or if you're feeling like I'm helping a lot of people, but I'm secretly dying inside, this would be a really great time to shout at us. Get to a live event, come work with us privately. But more importantly, I guarantee you, it'll be the greatest move you ever make. Have I told you how glad I am that you're here? Like, real talk. Have I flipped and told you how glad I am that you are here? You have listened. This is the part of the show where I say, go follow us. Go find us. Go follow us. Go stalk us. But just make sure that we're connected. Head to do the damn thing.tv, or just go hang out on tiffanylargy.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, if you have not liked our Instagram page, go do that because you're going to want to see what we're doing, how we're doing, and how we're doing the damn thing daily. 